join inside Yusuf as she deals with when the whole world trembles. Blessings above, my brother and sister. This is Superintendent Janice Battersby from Shekinah Worship International Ministries, Shekinah Worship Center, Bermuda, where our pastor is Reverend Dr. Maria A. Seaman. And I'm greeting you one more time with another installation of Insights with Sue. That's Superintendent, that's me. Superintendent of the Sunday School at Shekinah Worship Center. However, I want to tell you about the series that we are doing, Escape the Coming Night, with Dr. David Jeremiah. It's a wonderful series, and it's not just our Sunday School that's doing it. Our church has done it, and presently we've opened up this lesson on Zoom to whosoever will, who'd like to be a part of it. We've been going through this book, Escape the Coming Night. And it's a chapter-by-chapter, verse-by-verse study of the book of Revelation. And we've had some exciting times and learned so many things altogether. And so what I'm doing now with this this podcast is I'm just giving you a little bite-sized portion of certain portions that we have been studying just to give you an idea as to what we've learned and maybe to help you to get an interest in reading and studying the book of Revelation. You know, a lot of people don't read it. They're afraid to read it. They don't understand it. However, I can tell you, and so can the rest of the class, that this study breaks down the book of Revelation in ways you could never even imagine. It makes it so understandable. And the most exciting part is it's so relevant to everything that's going on today. So I hope that after this little study, that you'd be interested in contacting us, swim at logic.bm, and joining us in the teachings. So we're going to have a look at lesson number 17. Now, there are 43 lessons in this study, and we're going to look at lesson number 17. Lesson number 17 studies Revelation chapter 6, specifically verses 12 through 17. Now, the book of Revelation was written by John, the disciple of Jesus, while he was in prison, and he was put in prison for preaching about Christ, for preaching about another kingdom other than Rome, and Rome didn't like it. Now, we've done lots of the other studies already, where we started at chapter 1 of the book of Revelation, and you'll find those in other podcasts. So please go to Real Knows Real on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts, and download them, along with a lot of other teachings and preachings that we're doing at Shekinah. This particular study focuses on this passage of scripture, and I'm going to read it. It's not too long, and then I'm just going to give you some nuggets out of it. So we'll be reading from Revelation chapter 6, verses 12 through 17, and I'm going to be reading from the New King James Version. Here begins the reading of God's holy word. I looked when he opened the sixth seal and behold, there was a great earthquake and the sun became black as sackcloth of hair and the moon became like blood and the stars of heaven fell to the earth as a fig tree drops its late figs when it is shaken by a mighty wind. Then the sky receded as a scroll when it is rolled up and every mountain and island was moved out of its place. 
and the kings of the earth, the great men, the rich men, the commanders, the mighty men, every slave and every free man hid themselves in the caves and in the rocks of the mountains and said to the mountains and rocks, fall on us and hide us from the face of him who sits on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of his wrath has come, and who is able to stand? Now, we've been studying the opening of the seals of judgment. Now, this takes place after the rapture, after Christ has come and called his church to be with him, called Christians out of the earth, those alive and those who died as Christians. He's going to come and take his church out of the earth. And this is the time of judgment upon the earth for those who have not received Christ as their savior. However, this is also the time that the Lord is going to put his attention back to the Jewish people because he made a covenant with Abraham thousands of years ago that the Jews would be his people. He hasn't forgotten that. However, after the Jews rejected Christ, God opened up salvation for all men, whosoever will. But he has not forgotten his promise to the Jews. So this is what we are seeing now, a time where grace is over. Salvation through Christ's blood is finished. Now comes the time when God is going to start to unleash his wrath upon the earth for the sins of mankind. Now, there's still an opportunity for those Jews who rejected Christ and those who have not rejected the gospel prior to receive Christ. But they're going to have to pay for their salvation with their own blood. The blood of Christ is no longer available. Now, also during these times, there's a huge upheaval in the world. We saw through the first five seals, different events that were going to happen. We saw the four horsemen of the apocalypse, the white horse, the antichrist, the red horse, war, the black horse, famine, the pale horse, pestilence and death. Then we saw the souls of those that had been killed for their testimony, who were asking the Lord, when are you going to go down and take vengeance for the way we were killed? And the Lord says, hold on, not yet. It's coming but there's still other stuff that needs to happen. Of course, I'm paraphrasing here. Now, we get up to the sixth seal. Now, just, just to qualify it a little bit, this is like a scroll, okay? It's rolled up, and what we've learned is at different portions of the scroll, there is a seal that, that closes up a certain part of this scroll. And as each seal, which is like a hardened wax, when you think about back in the days of Rome, that's how they used to send messages. They would roll them up, then they would take melted wax and they would put it on the edge of the paper of the scroll. Whoever is sending the message would take his signet ring and press it into the wax. And that would that close up that book. Books at that time weren't like books like we have that are open. They were scrolls. And this would seal it up. So now what the Lord has is this scroll with seven seals on it. And Jesus is the only one who is able to open this scroll. So as each seal is broken, a judgment goes forth upon the earth from heaven and from God 
And so this is what we've seen with these four horsemen of the apocalypse. The fifth seal, not much action going on, but again, it's the souls, it's the people who have been killed for their testimony of Christ who are asking the Lord, when are you going to take judgment? When are you going to rule and pour out your judgment? And the Lord says, hold on, there's things that need to happen first. And so here we have the sixth seal, which is where we are at now. And it's talking about when the whole world trembles. In this lesson that we have done with Dr. Jeremiah, Dr. Jeremiah draws a comparison to earthquakes in the past, earthquakes on the earth in different locations. He talked about New Madrid in Missouri. He talked about California. He talked about Mexico and how these earthquakes were felt for miles and miles and miles and caused damage miles and miles away. And the the stress and the, the destruction that it caused. And now he likens it to a global earthquake, which is to come at this time, the time of the opening of the sixth seal. He talks about how the Lord almost takes the earth and shakes it. He's had enough. And he likens it to that, the, the, just the anger of the Lord upon the earth. Now, the sixth seal we are figuring is now opening the second half of the tribulation. You see, the tribulation period is supposed to last for seven years. And in the middle of that time is when the Antichrist will come and make himself known. He will try to make himself as God. Now, we're not going to get into that yet. That's another lesson. However, what we're seeing now is we've had war. We've had famine. We've had pestilence and death. This total upheaval in the world. And now comes earthquakes. Earthquakes. Jesus said in Matthew 24, 7, that there were going to be earthquakes in diverse places. Even some of the prophets, you had Ezekiel, Job, Isaiah, Zechariah, Amos, Haggai, they spoke about earthquakes. They talked about the world just turning upside down. Nature itself turns on its head. And things are going to get worse. This, this is, we have yet to go on what else is going to happen. But here we focus on the earthquake, the, the great earthquake. Now also what's going to happen is the sky will go dark. And we've seen this in the Bible a few times before. Think about it. When the plagues of Egypt, the, the sky went dark for three days, if you recall. When the law was given on Sinai and the clouds caused darkness around the mountain at that time. The darkness represents uh, judgment, like the earthquakes represent judgment. He also talked about, the, the scripture also talks about the falling of stars. Now in our study, we learned that it could be that these are, this is an asteroid shower as opposed to the actual stars that we see falling out of the sky. But these asteroids, these meteor showers are going to fall. Uh, this is what we're likening to the, the meteors falling to the earth. Remember, all that other stuff still going on. So now you've got meteors that are falling. You know, every so often we hear about space junk that falls to the sky. Well, imagine meteors. We've, we've heard of meteors even falling to the earth. 
Now imagine that in like multiply, multiply while there are earthquakes going on, after war, famine and pestilence. And we don't need to talk about pestilence, we're dealing with coronavirus right now. Also, there is the sky receding as a scroll. Now that was really interesting because, you know, of course all this sounds fantastical, especially to those who don't believe. You probably think I'm talking a whole pile of nonsense, but that's okay. We're reading the scriptures. And as we've seen so many things coming to pass now that are in the book of Revelation, we see the shadows happening as we speak. I'm going to go by what the Bible says. And so we, we learned that it could very well be that during these times of war and famine and the earth, the earthquakes, that it could actually be that the plates of the earth shift so much and move so much that for, for those that are still on the earth, it looks like the sky is moving, that the sky is rolling back. Who knows, really? We're learning to take these things literally. Some, as we learned, people have put that into more of a, a symbolic type of way that the upheaval of the earth is really the upheaval of governments, the upheaval of our way of life. Well, again, we see here with the coronavirus how uneasy the earth has become, how uneasy people have become because life isn't the same. However, as Dr. Jeremiah points out, there is nothing that can happen, a change of government or even the coronavirus, that's gonna have people praying that the mountains and the rocks fall on them. There's fear right now, as I do this recording, there is great fear in the earth because of this coronavirus, fear of death. But you don't have people crying out to the rocks and the mountains to fall on them. There is something that is gonna be so catastrophic there is something that is going to be so catastrophic that great men, rich men, commanders, mighty men, slaves, free, hide themselves. That is something to consider. What is it that is going to be so horrible that people are going to scream out for the rocks and the mountains to fall on them, to kill them. Shame. They're going to recognize their sin because it even says, fall on us and hide us from the face of him who sits on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of his wrath has come and who is able to stand? They're going to even realize that the great God himself has come and they want to hide. Think of Adam and Eve. After they ate the forbidden fruit, they knew they had sinned. And when they heard God, they just heard him walking in the garden. They didn't even see him, but they hid. They were ashamed. They hid. And we even talked about, you know, when, when a child does something wrong, They'll do this. They'll put their hands over their eyes and, and hope that everything goes away. Or even an animal. You know, you've seen those videos of a dog that's ripped up the pillows or done something and they're getting scolded and they put their tail between the legs and they go and they hide. It's shame. I'm not calling people dogs. I'm just drawing a reference. But there's shame. 
inside. And so here, with all this monumental catastrophes going on, the men of the earth are going to realize that this is the wrath of God. But later, we see that they don't even repent. In fact, the more judgment that comes on the earth, they blaspheme and curse God. Hi, my, my. God have mercy. They don't even soften their hearts. They are unrepentant to God. You know, I'm going to read this because this was something that was taught in the lesson. It says, sin hardens a man's heart. Sin calluses a man's soul. Sin makes a person insensitive to the evident judgments of God upon his life. Sin turns into more sin, and sin added to sin until it is unrecoverable. Mankind is going to get so wicked and so insensitive to sin that even in the face of God's evident judgment, he will not repent. Now you think about it, because I just said that when we sin, we hide. This recording was done about 15 years ago. Today, you don't see people hiding in their sin. In fact, so much sin is being called good now. And the scriptures tell us that in the last days, man will call evil good and good evil. Was that not happening now? Mankind is proud. That word pride is being used. Proud of sin. Not only is it being conducted in the daylight, it's being made law. God is a God who does not change. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. What he loved back then, he loves now. What he hated back then, he hates now. And sin has been judged. Sin is on its way to hell. God will have it that no one would perish. But if you choose the way of sin, then you choose the way to hell. There's no two ways about it. And that's why we come now to share this word with you so that it would prick your inner conscience. Don't ignore that. Don't get angry with it like these people will. The more that God poured out his judgment, the angrier they got. The more they blasphemed or cursed God, they could not even see. You know, we also learned that in that day, even with all the horrible things that are going on, that mankind is still not going to stop his sinfulness. I'm going to read it here. Revelation verse 9, 20 and 21. It says, And the rest of the men which were not killed by these plagues, yet repented not of the works of their hands, that they should not worship devils and idols of gold and silver and brass and stone and of wood, which can neither see nor hear nor walk, Neither repented they of their murders, nor their sorceries, nor of their fornication, nor of their thefts. Even with all this stuff going on around them that they cannot control, that had been foretold, they still won't stop what they're doing. And an interesting word that I want to pull out of that is the word sorceries. Sorceries, looking at the root word, is pharmakia. Pharmakia. What we're seeing now 
in this world today is such a huge uptick in the use of drugs, even to recreational marijuana. You're seeing meth being used like crazy and so many other drugs that are distorting people's minds. I had a conversation a few days ago from people who could share with me the effects of drug abuse. I've never done it. That's, I've never, ever participated with drugs. I can't talk to people. That's not my ministry. But these people have an awesome ministry because they could share what it's like. And what they said was, all you can think about is more drugs. It's like you're living behind a, a curtain and life is just passing you by. All you can think about is more drugs. Your brain is just so hooked. That's, that's all you can think about. Is it that? And I'm throwing that question out there. In the last days, particularly now that these laws are being enacted for this use of drugs, that people are just, their minds are just not going to be able to allow them to even seek repentance. That's what it says here. They would not repent of their sorceries, their pharmacia, their drug use, their murders, their fornication or thefts. I dare you to tell me that that's not happening today. See, we've got to understand the world is catching up to the Bible. For all those out there who want to say that the Bible is an antiquated book and it's irrelevant, you haven't read it with understanding, or you would see how the world is walking in the will of God, even while she's blaspheming God, she's still walking in the will, the sovereign will of God. So that's what I'm sharing with you for tonight. Just a little bit, just a little nugget of lesson number 17 of Escape the Coming Night. It's an amazing study. And you actually get a sense of peace when you're a child of God and you're reading this and looking around at what's going on in the world and knowing that he's got it in his hands. He's got you in the palm of his hands. We invite you, if you don't know Christ, to send us an email at swimatlogic.bm and we can talk. We can have a conversation. Pastor Seaman can have a conversation with you. I'll have a conversation with you. Let's reason together. We need to go out and seek the lost and reach the lost. And that's what we want to do. Now, you can also use that email if you would like to be a part of the teachings that we're doing. We would love to have you. We would love to have you be a part of it. So send us an email. We'll get our admin team to reach out to you and get your contact details. Tell you a bit more about it. And invite you to be a part. So thanks. This is Superintendent Janice Battersby one more time. Signing off from Escape the Coming Night. Blessings abundant.